Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Bishop. Please, let's be seated in his presence. Mm. And I want to say a big, 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 big thank you to the man of the house. The man who holds the key to the house. The man, the man God has appointed and given the key to his house. This particular house too. It is said in the book of Luke that God has houses Mm. and in every house he appoints a man Mm. to oversee Mm. his household. And this man is given the mandate to feed the people. And it is said that when the master shall return, Mm. this man will stand before him and give an account of the stewardship of feeding the flock of God. Jesus said, some people neglected this responsibility and started beating the flock and started taking adv- abusing their, their offices. But I can assure you, you are in the hands of a man that fears God, a man that fears God to the uttermost. So you are safe. Man of God, I salute you. Great, great, great man of God. I mean, a man that is saturated with God and his word. When you meet a man that have the word, you have a man of God. Amen. 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 It is not about gimmicks, it's about the word. Amen. And I'm glad your pastor is a faithful, faithful servant of God. Faithful, faithful. I give, I I, I can attest to that. Amen. He fears God. He fears God. He fears God. Trust me. He loves God and he fears God. When you get the two combination, you know you are you are on your way to the, the kingdom. And especially when she's back up with a wife who is as dynamic as your as as Zama is, you know you are in a you, the, the pilot and the co-pilot will take you to the other side. There may be turbulence along the way, turbulence, little turbulence here and there. But you are guaranteed a safe landing. Amen. I salute you, man of God. I salute you, woman of God. I had the privilege of watching her this week when he was preaching about the David situation. And I was so blessed. I stayed on all, all, all the service. Enjoyed it to the end. Amen. And, and I've been watching Pastor too. You know, I, I enjoyed the, the no condemnation stuff. He was so, so rich. He was so, so rich. I'll add it to my repertoire. I will add it. You know, I, 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 I believe in, I, I, I don't believe in reinventing the wheels. When I'm meeting a man and that gives me something, I take it. Because the kingdom of God is all about giving what has been, uh, taking what has been given to us. Nobody has, is the, has the original. Only God has the original. And all of us copy him and we pass it on to other generations. Amen. I'm glad to be with you, man of God, woman of God. I'm so, so 
glad to be with you this morning and to be with all of you too. Amen. All face. Mrs. Moy, it's always good to see you. My goodness. Pastor, man of God, Pastor Anthony, so rich and so good to see you and all of you. Amen. Now, because you know time, let's get into business. With all protocols of them, let's get into If you brought your Bibles before we pray, pick it up and let's go to Hebrews chapter number 6. And we are reading verses 9 through 11. Today, I want to preach to you, I want to share with you a message that I've titled, Faith and Patience. Faith and Patience. Say to your neighbor, Faith and Patience. Faith and Patience. I know your, your, your pastor is the godfather of faith. Yes. And, yes. And, and I can't improve what is being given. So I want to just add a little twist Amen. to it. Amen. 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 So Hebrews chapter number 6, verses 9. Verses 9 through 12. Hebrews 9, uh, 6. Hebrews 6. 9 through, uh, 9 through 12. I read. But beloved. But beloved. We are confident of better things concerning you. Yes. Things that accompany salvation. Though we speak in this manner. For God is not unjust. To forget your labor of love. Which you have shown to us his name. In that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. In other words, continue and you continue to minister. And we desire that each one of you should show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. My goodness. That you do not become sluggish. Don't slow down. Don't get lazy. Don't slow down. But imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. My goodness. My goodness. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. Let's say it together. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. I want, I want to end at, at 15. Let me, let me continue because there's something on 15 that is very important. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could not swear by no one greater he swore by himself, saying, surely blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will, bl I will multiply. Verse 15, take note. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. After he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Let us pray. Father, we thank you and honor you for your word. Your word is eternal. Your word has been here before we came. We thank you that your ever-abiding presence will bless our lives. Bless us, O oh Lord. Give us all a reason to return home with joy in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today is, is the day for the Holy Spirit. And we thank you that, Lord, as we, as we, as we share the word, the Holy Spirit will also be given his place, his role to play in this service. Let lives be touched. Let lives be, uh, be changed Amen. to your glory and praise. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Verse 15. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. My goodness. Verse number 12. Verse number 12. That you do, you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promise. Amen. 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 Faith and patience. Now Paul was writing. You know, Paul was writing to these Hebrew believers 
and he was encouraging them concerning their salvation. And he said, since you got saved, I am enthused about how you guys are diligently serving in the house of God. I am so impressed about your attitude in the house. And I want to assure you that your labor of love in the house and towards the kingdom and the saints will never go unnoticed. God will reward you for your labor. And, but I want to encourage you not to slow down in your service to God. Because sometimes in the course of the journey, it is, it is, it, sometimes the beginning, in the beginning, we all get enthused about the things of God. When people get saved, one of the things that hit them is what, something called zeal. But along the line somewhere, as they begin to be processed by God, their zeal begins to die. And then their love and commitment to the things of God begin to slow down. But Paul is saying, please don't slow down. Continue on the same pace, if not accelerate it. Amen. 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 For I want you to understand that the elders who preceded us, they obtained the promises of God through faith and patience. Through faith and patience. I believe that we all have learned a lot about faith lately. But there is another twist about faith. Clearly in this verse we read, he says, the elders obtained the promises of God, not only through faith, but also patience. They needed to exercise patience. And then with, with, with the statement he has just made, he opens the whole, the whole big umbrella, big uh, arena. He said the elders. It means that he's referring to all the patriarchs, all those who preceded us. All our fathers, the people we look up to in the Bible, heroes like Abraham, heroes like Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, David, all of them received the promises of God through faith and patience. So we should imitate them. Amen. Amen. Then he throws in the illustration of Abraham. And he said, even concerning our father Abraham, who is Ajay to be the father of the faithful. This is the same way God dealt with him. He did not receive the promise of God only through faith, but also through the two things, patience. The combination of the two that brought it to the place of the, uh, to receive the promise. Amen. 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 So, uh, it, it, it interests me to really want to explain to us how this thing, whole thing works. How faith and patience work to bring us to the fulfillment of the promises of God. Is that okay? As far as I'm concerned, faith is premised on four things. Faith is premised on four things. Hearing, believing, confession. What did I say? Hearing, (laughs) and action. These are the four foundations on which faith is premise. Hearing, there can never be faith without hearing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. The more you want to grow your faith, the more you must listen to the word of God. Faith only comes by that process. You could not have faith to be saved except somebody preached it. Because you heard somebody preach salvation, you believed it, and today you are called a saint. 
In the same way, if you want to be healed, you got to listen to messages on healing. When you listen to messages on healing, then faith comes for you to receive healing. If you want to receive faith, if you want to have faith for prosperity, if you want to prosper, you listen to messages on prosperity because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then your faith is activated for you to be able to receive from God. Is that okay? Is that okay? But in today, in today's discourse with you, God has added something called patience. Patience. And he's saying that for every faith that Abraham exercised, there was an iota of patience also attached to it. No, I know this is not a word we love. It's one of the words in the Bible we love to hate. None of us want to be patient. In fact, somebody was praying about patience, and this is the way he prayed. God, God, give me patience, and give me now. Give me patience. Give it to me now. The guy is impatient about the prayer request he has put before God. Because anytime we think about the word patient, only one word comes to our mind. Wait. Wait. And we are not in the mood to wait. Some of us, the things that are chasing us are so swift that we cannot afford to wait. <laughs> Some of us feel we have been delayed so long in life that we cannot wait. We have a lot of catch up to do. Are you understanding me? So we don't tend to like the word patient. But patient is more than waiting. Waiting is only one component of the word patient. Oh, 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 oh. I, I, I'm not sure I'm getting through to somebody here. There are three dimensions to the word patient. Number one is wait. Is that okay? Yes. Is that okay? Yes. Wait means to, to hold on. It means to relax. To be at ease. Don't rush. That is waiting. But patience is more than that. There is another word you may come across when you read the scriptures. And that word is called endurance. Somebody say endurance. endurance. Now they didn't hear you. Endurance. I don't think the person sitting by you heard you. Endurance. Look at them in the face and tell them endurance. endurance. <laughs> and in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 30, 30, verse 36, Hebrews 10, 36, listen to what the Bible says. It says, for you have need of end. If, okay, if you read it in the old King James, KJV, it, it is, you read, you, for you are in need of patience. Is that okay? After you have done, uh-huh, after that you have done the will of God, then you will receive the promise. But then when you come to the new King James, it changes. He substitutes the word patient with the word endurance. And he says, for you are in, in the new King James, you are in need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you will receive the promise. This suggests to us that these two words are, syn are synonyms. The Greek language from which the New Testament was translated, the Greek language is a very broad language as compared to the English language. The English language is limited in vocabulary. When the Englishman says fast, if, you're not, if you don't listen to the whole context, 
you may be applying different things. Fast means rapid in English. It also means abstinence from food. One word for two things. But in the Greek language, they have different words for different things. So, the translators who did the King James, were because they were limited to the knowledge of the Greek, they translated the word endurance, patience. Though they are synonyms, but they are not the same thing. Are you understanding me? Endurance means the staying power. The staying power. The intestinal fortitude. The gut, the stamina. To have a stamina means you have endurance. Anytime I think about endurance, only one picture comes to my mind. It's a, it's a very uh, a, a stormy day. The winds are, the, the gale force wind all over the place. And I'm looking at the tree next to my house. The wind is so boisterous. But, and, 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 I have, I have locked my windows because I want to be protected. But the wind is a the tree is a spot to the wind. And and all the all the branches are, are moving from left to right. Some of the leaves and the twigs are falling off. But the stem of the tree is standing sure and strong. Amen. It may take an hour or two, but when the whole wind thing ceases, the tree is still staying. That is endurance. That is endurance. That is endurance. So it means that endurance, as I said, is the intestinal fortitude, the stamina, the state power, the ability to remain standing in the face of every storm. Ah. So this verse says, you are in need of what? Endurance. Which means that in our walk with God, there may be storms. Oh my goodness. In our pursuit of our goals, there may be storms. Listen, what you cannot predict is what will happen in the next minute. You can't. It's not within our power. Only God knows what is around the corner. And life throws things at us. Unpredicted. My goodness. <laughs> Some things may hit you that you never legislated for. Some things may come your way that you never thought would happen to you. You may hear it happen to others and say to yourself, it will never happen to you. But sometimes things do happen. And when they do, we need that strength, that abiding power, that staying power in order to remain. Another word for the word patience is the word perseverance. Perseverance. Isn't it interesting? It's the word perseverance. Perseverance. My goodness. My goodness. James. Let me, let, me, let me give you James chapter number five. James chapter number five. And let's look at perseverance. Show up there. Mm. Mm. Okay, from verse number nine. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be consumed. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Watch that word, 
patient shows up again. As an example of what? Suffering and patience. Verse 11. Indeed, we count them blessed who endured. Who? Who? He's just applied the word patience and now in the next line, he's talking about another word, endurance. So, if we wanted to stick with the word patience, we could have put it here also and would have not missed the point. Is that okay? But the, the translator, the New King James Version, is trying to make us understand the different facets of the word patience. So, we should look up to them as an example of patience. Where am I? Help me. Verse number. Indeed, we can them bless who endured. Who, who have, you have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen and seen the end intended by the Lord. My goodness, this phrase catches my attention. And you have seen the intention, uh, uh, the, the, uh, you have seen the end intended by the Lord. So when, when, when Job had to persevere or had to exercise patience, remember he's one of the elders we are supposed to look up to. We have just been told to look up to them. For they obtained the promises of God through faith and patience. And Job is an example of perseverance. And we are told that the things he endured were sent by God for a purpose. To work in him perseverance. For you have seen the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord. That the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. From this verse, I clearly can see that in as much as God deals with us by faith, he also works in us patience. Am I in the right place? Faith is beautiful. Faith is powerful. But he has a Siamese twin called patience. That he works with. Oh my goodness. Inextricable. You can't separate them. Wherever faith shows up, patience also comes along. And he's brought along by God for an intended end. I'm going to take you on a journey. Are you ready for it? To show you how this thing works. Romans chapter number 5. Romans chapter number 5. Romans 5. When you get a wave your hand, let me know. You are there. Romans chapter number 5. Starting from verse 1. Verse 1. But I will start from verse 5. Eh? And jump back to 1 and come back down to verse 5. Okay. What does verse 5 say? Now hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God is shed abroad our heart by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Hope does not disappoint. Oh. Because the love of God is shed abroad our heart by the Holy Spirit. Now, this is the end. It's it's a whole whole logical argument. Started from verse 1. And it concludes that hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God is shed abroad our heart. What this Paul is trying to communicate is that, listen, he's trying to tell us that when God apprehends us, 
He calls us for a purpose. When God called Abraham, he called him for a purpose. When God chose Isaac, he chose him for a purpose. When God chose Jacob, he chose him for a purpose. When God chose Job, he chose him for a purpose. When God chose Joseph, he chose him for a purpose. And for everyone that is chosen by God, they will walk by faith. Is that okay? But for them to receive the promise that God gave them, they will have to combine their faith with patience because the love of God is shed abroad their heart by the Holy Spirit. You will not understand it if I leave it there. In other words, you and I are God's project on earth. Everyone from the elders we have mentioned to yourself, you are God's project on the earth. And whenever God calls a man, He gives him a word. He gives him a vision. Every one of you listening to me who have had an encounter with God, who is born again, is called by for a purpose. And God has given you clear vision of what he wants to do with your life. For some of us, he's he's called us to preach, to teach. For some of you, he has called you to sing. For some of you, he has called you to... to, to be charitable, open orphanages, to help the needy, to help the poor, to build things for the advancement of his kingdom. Every child of God is given a vision. And vision is the word we define hope. Let they hear me here. The simple word for the word vision is hope. So anytime you read the Bible and it's talking about hope, he's talking about vision, the expectation, the end product. So when God called Abraham, he showed him a vision. He gave him hope. And it is hope that drove Abraham going forward. So whatever Abraham went through, he had to learn endurance. Oh, I think I didn't, I didn't give the definition for endurance. Endurance, uh, remember we uh, defined, oh no, no, uh, uh, perseverance. Perseverance means Constancy, persistence, long suffering. Constancy, persistency, long suffering. Anytime I think about perseverance, this is the picture I have. Have you ever found yourself swimming against the tide? Have you ever? How many of you are swimmers? I'm not a swimmer. I went on holidays recently to Turkey. And I swam for the first time. It was the most, it was the greatest accomplishment of my life. And guess what? They gave me body suits. <laughs> because I had a body suit, I had the confidence that come rain or high water, I will never sink. So I did my, my I did my, until I got to the end of the, of the shore. And I asked my wife to take me a picture. I posted it to my children. He said, your daddy has accomplished the greatest feat of his career. Share to sweep. Some of us, we are like lead. When you drop us in water, we sink. (laughs) But if you find yourself swimming against a tide, you can swim 
on the lee side of a tide and the tide carries you, it will carry you. But when you are swimming against the tide, you will put in effort because the tide is coming against you. It's trying to carry you backwards and you are fighting your way because you have a goal to reach. And you say to yourself, no matter the resistance you face, you will press on until you get to your destination. That is perseverance. That is perseverance. So, you see, there's a difference between, uh, 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 sorry, and uh, perseverance, between endurance. Endurance is that stay power. But perseverance is the push power. The forward going power. And in life, you don't only need the grace to wait, to, uh, uh, to, to persevere, uh, oh, to endure, but also to press on. You cannot afford to stand marking time in one place. You need to press on to get to your destination. So it's a combination of this three things that defines the word patience. And remember, the exhortation said, our fathers, all our fathers, Obtain the promises of God through patience, through waiting, through endurance, and through perseverance. And because you are chosen by God, he will work these things in you. Because if he doesn't work this thing in you, you are like a worm. Jacob God called Jacob in Isaiah 41, verse 14. He said, thou worm Jacob, I will help you. I will help you. I will make you a threshing instrument. My goodness, how can a worm become a threshing instrument? Hmm. It's a sermon on its own. How can you become a threshing instrument? Except I put some things in you. I'm going to put a spine in you. I'm going to put skeleton inside you. You are no longer going to be a creepy crawly. But you are going to stand erect and walk and march through life. Are you ready? Because, because the love of God is shed abroad our heart by the Holy Spirit. You don't get it here. You haven't gotten it here. We'll get there. In other words, God is taking you to a place where now you become a vessel of honor. And where he will place you, you will have to serve humanity with love and compassion. Oh my goodness. But if he hasn't processed you and you get there, you will still be judgmental. Oh, you didn't hear me here. You will still be looking down on people. You will still be seeking revenge for yourself. Oh my goodness. But I will process you and get you there. Romans, again, let's pick it up from verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we are peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom also we have access by faith to this grace in which we stand. We all have access to this grace in which we stand. Isn't it? Isn't it? And rejoice in the hope of the glory. Remember, I told you about hope. Remember about hope. What is hope? It's the vision. It's the expectation. It's the word God gave you. It's the dream, invisible dream you see every day. 
Nobody else sees it. Only you sees it. Nobody will celebrate it. Only you, because you alone heard God. I wasn't there. Joseph's brothers were not celebrating because they weren't there. You heard God. You said God is going to make you the governor general. Governor general. And we all will come and bow to you. Well, make it happen. Make it happen. Let's see. <laughs> In hope of the glory, isn't it? In hope of the glory. That morning, when his father and mother came and bowed, was it not the glory manifested? In hope of the glory. In hope of the glory. In hope of the glory. And not only that, but, but not only that, now the process begins. For you to see the glory, <laughs> but not only that, but we also glory in tribulation. Whoa! <laughs> I hate this. I don't want it. I don't want tribulation. I don't want trouble. I don't want hard times. I don't want challenges. I want to be governor over Egypt. Minus challenges. And I said, okay, okay. You want to be governor. But you don't have steel. You don't have steel. You don't have intestinal fortitude. You don't even know the Egyptians you are going to govern over. Some of them are very opinionated. If you don't have guts in you, they will push you over everywhere. People pray, give me big church. It's all right. God will give you the big church. But he will also process you. Because you're going to deal with all sorts of characters. And you must be a man. Decisive and lead. So tribulation. <laughs> Where are we? Help me, help me preach here. Help me preach here. Where are we? Help me. Tribulation produces what? When you read it in the Old King James, it will tell you, tribulation produces patience. But now King James has, New King James has helped us to understand that the real word is perseverance. Perseverance. That, that, that tenacity to push forward. That, that grace to fight your way forward. And never surrender. That, that ability to avoid double-mindedness. For a double-minded person, is unstable in all his ways. That man will not receive anything from God. God wants you to have a, a, a single vision. And not vacillate. You cannot be caught between two opinions. You cannot. So I will process you. So I will build that in you. What am I? Help me. For perseverance... What produces what? No, no, no. And perseverance? And perseverance? I did not hear you. One more time. One more time. <laughs> this word character is very interesting. The word character simply means shape. Shape. So when you say a building has a character, you're saying that the building has a peculiar shape. So what is God telling you? He said, until I put the backbone and skeleton in your system, you are shapeless. Mm. 
You are amoeba. You're shapeless. He called Jacob worm. Shapeless. So I will put those steel in you and give you a shape. And once you get a shape, hope. Hope. God is God has hope in you. You have hope in yourself. That no matter what comes your way, you will overcome. You will be a champion. Your marriage will last. Your job will be kept. You have hope. And God is watching from heaven and saying, yes, that's my man. That's my man. That's my man. He's made. Hope. Hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God is shed abroad our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Amen. I could have picked on anybody, but I want to pick on Joseph and see how this process brought him to where he ought to be. Is that okay? Yes. You know the story of Joseph. A son, a child born out of a long period of waiting. Of waiting. Even his birth was patient waiting by his father. Her mother was the father's choice. Leah was trust on him. He had no choice. He, he worked for of Rachel for seven years. After seven years, they gave him another woman. And he had to wait another seven years to get Rachel to marry his beloved. So you see, you cannot avoid waiting. <laughs> and now, this boy is born. And the love daddy has for mommy falls on him. Favor. He finds favor in the sight of his father. He has had many children. The Rubens have been born. The Levites have been born. The Simeons have been born. All the others have been born. But daddy's focus is on Joseph. So he sows him a coat of many colors to distinguish him from the others. You are a royal priesthood. A holy nation. God's own people. That you may show forth the praises of him who call you out of darkness into his marvelous light. All of you are, working the, are wearing the coat of many colors. And the brothers are watching the treatment that is giving this boy and how that is treating us. He sends us to the bush to go and take care of his flock. And this boy is at home enjoying all the good meals. So one day, they stayed longer and the daddy said, go and give your brothers food to eat. But the day before he would go, the Lord visited him and gave him a dream. And in that dream, he saw himself as a sheep and all his brothers also as sheep. But they had surrounded him and they bowed to his sheep. Whoa! Little boy wakes up 
enthused and excited about this dream. I'm a great man. I'm a great man. Oh, no, no, no. Nobody's hearing me here. Faith speaks. Whatever God has said concerning your life, speak it out. Otherwise, you are not operating in faith. No matter what, where it will land you, keep on saying it. That is not arrogance. That is humility. Humility is admitting to what God says you are. That is humility. If God says you are a child of God, that's who you are. Don't make apologies. If God says you are justified, you are justified. If God says your sins are forgiven, they are forgiven. Agree with God. The word confession from the word homologio means to say the same thing as God. So Joseph is repeating what he has seen. Greatness. Greatness. And it evoked jealousy. When Samuel walked into the house of Jesse and anointed Joseph, uh, David, it provoked jealousy. This thing is normal. So the, bro- the brothers plotted to do away with him. So he goes to the field and gives them their food. And then a meeting is going on here and there. A meeting, you know, a meeting is everywhere. And then they come and they bungle him. What are you doing with me? What are you doing with me? Before he realized, he lands in a deep pit. Deep pit. Deep pit. Dark. No light. Can't even see his way out. Can't climb his way out. His brothers had dropped him in. To die. Because of his dreams. Faith says, circumstance tells him, look at you. Look at you. You are in a pit. He's saying to himself, this is not what I saw. This is not what I saw. I will see what I saw. I will not focus on what I'm seeing now. But I will focus on what I saw. Faith called things which be not as though they are. Throughout his walk, this was his confession. This is not what I saw. I will see what I saw. So the brothers drop him. And then they go to their daddy and present some clothes with blood to say that the boy has died and God raises Judah to intercede for him to say let's sell him off instead of killing our own brother let's sell him off they sold him off to slavery he's in shackles he's in shackles he's in shackles and the shackles are talking to him the shackles are saying we have you and your dreams Joseph says this is not what I saw this is not what I saw. Amen. I will see what I saw. Amen. My goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, in life things happen. But when they happen and they are not what you anticipated, don't admit to that present situation. Yeah. Say to the situation, I will see what, what I saw. Amen. Mm. They sold him in shackles. 
Psalm 105 verse 19. Psalm 105 verse 19. Read it. Psalm 105 verse 19. Psalm 105 verse 19. Hmm. Is somebody getting blessed here? Amen. And maybe let's pick the verse before. Let's and make it spice that up a bit. They hurt his feet with fetters, and he was laid in iron. That's what the, 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 the slave masters, that's how they treated him. Verse 19. Until the time his word came to pass, Amen. the word of the Lord tested him. The word of the Lord tested him. Before the vision he saw became a reality, the word of the Lord tested him. The word of the Lord tried him. The word of the Lord processed him. The word of the Lord worked on him. So he sees himself in shackles and people are bidding for him. This one says, I will give 100 pounds. This one says, I will give 105 it's a whole bit going on and you, you, you have no idea what is going on in his mind. Mm. The enemy is buffeting his mind to say, give up this dream. Mm. Let go. Mm. But he keep on saying, this is not what I saw. This is not what I saw. I will see what I saw. If there's anything I want to leave with you today, let it be your declaration that what I saw is what will be and what, not what I see presently. He sell him and he ended up a slave. Not a servant, a slave in Potiphar's house. And the Lord is with him. The scriptures recorded. The scriptures recorded. In the midst of your calamities, he still says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Come rain, come high water. Come betrayal, come abandonment. No matter what men throw at you, God says, you are my choice. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he sell him, slave. And as the Lord favors him, he finds favor. Everywhere he goes, he finds favor. Mrs. Potiphar set her eye on him and said, I must have this young man. Look at his six pack. Look at his muscles. This man can really squeeze me. More than Mr. Potiphar is doing. <laughs> Look at Mr. Potiphar's stomach. He's so big. I can't even find his thing. This man has it. He has it. Lie with me. Lie with me. If you lie with me, the commander of Egypt's army, I will give you anything. This woman is a high class woman. Whenever the bourgeoisies meet, she is there. I will take you along with me. What a good offer. In the mind of Joseph, it sounds like what he saw. It's getting closer. But it's not it. In his heart he knows. This is not it. See, the God who called you, when you get you to that place, you will know. You will know. You will know. You will know. There will be no second guessing. You will know. 
Joseph said, how can I commit such a grievous sin against my God? Just as favor and good things are beginning to drip on his tongue, he lands again in prison. He lands in prison for a sin he did not commit. In prison, he finds favor. And his gift begins to work. He begins to give meaning to people's dreams. He begins to give meaning to people's dreams. He begins to serve with a gift God has given to him. People gave him promise. If we break through, we will come and do this. We will buy the church an auditorium. <laughs> Pastor, pray for me. In this breakthrough camp. This business, it is a multi-million ad- adventure. If I get a breakthrough, I will buy the church. Don't worry about fundraising. I will do it myself. <laughs> Pastor fast and pray. And they get a breakthrough. Now their minds are on Bentleys. Their minds are on machines. Living in living on a manor. It's no longer thinking about a house or a flat. A manor. It's forgotten about church. Forgotten about pastor. Money has come so the women are all around him and over him. It's forgotten about church. Where he got his blessing from. Pastor is hurting. Pastor is hurting. I fasted. I prayed for him. In trouble I prayed for him. Now he's forgotten. He's not even picking my calls anymore. God, what's going on here? That's the state of Joseph. But in the midst of it all, he keeps saying, this is not what I saw. I will see what I saw. Hallelujah. I will see what I saw. Whether you give or you don't give, I will see what I saw. One of the, a butler and a baker went out of prison and they forgot about him. They promised him. They forgot about him. <laughs> and now when the will of God has been done, when the will of God has been done, remember, we read, after you have done the will of God, Amen. you will receive the promise. Amen. You are in need of endurance. After you have done the will of God, the will of God is the working of patience. That's the will of God. That's the will of God. So now, God has processed his servant and he has come out of it all. Are you understanding me? And so now, all of a sudden, God visits Pharaoh and he said, dream, 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 dream. And Pharaoh dreamt. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org.
www.lucianchapelinternational.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.